home slice audio. Welcome to Doc Talk, a weekly podcast featuring Monument Health physicians addressing medical topics. Tune into your health with Monument Health. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to another edition of Doc Talk with Monument Health. My name is Mark Houston, and joining me today is Dr. Andrew Benalsdahl, who is a general surgeon with fellowship training in advanced minimally invasive gastrointestinal surgery in Spearfish. Uh, you are the only surgeon in South Dakota who is fellowship trained in bariatrics. What, really quick, doctor, what, what is fellowship trained? I, that might be a stupid question, <laughs> but I see it a lot with doctors. Yeah, it's a great question, actually. And uh, I'll admit medical training is a bit of an enigma to everybody, so it's a great <laughs> question to ask. Um, so in general, um, pretty much every doctor goes to residency, so that's going to be like family practice or emergency medicine or internal medicine or pediatrics. So, so surgeons, general surgeons do five years of general surgery residency where we do like, you know, we spend time doing vascular surgery and abdominal, you know, general gastrointestinal surgery and um, all sorts of different things. Uh, and then a fellowship year is a year beyond your general surgery training. So, oh, okay. so, so really you go through four years of med school and then five years of general surgery residency to become a general surgeon. So now you can go out and hang your shingle as a surgeon somewhere. Um, so any training on top of that. So for me, I wanted to do kind of, I, I knew that I, um, really wanted to be an expert at minimally invasive surgery. I mean, going into a small town, and that's the beauty about minimally invasive surgery is we're able to do more surgery through smaller incisions, which means at a small town like Spearfish, I can do big operations and people go home the next day rather than needing to spend a week in the ICU and a week, oh, another week sure. in the hospital. So, so going to a small town, I knew that I wanted to be able to still do big operations, but, um, you know, be able to send people home because I didn't have an ICU necessarily <laughs> right. to take care of them for a week. So, um, so that's really a fellowship is, so I spent an extra year of my life where I just pretty much did nothing but minimal invasive surgery on the GI tract essentially uh, for that year. Okay. That makes sense. That's basically that question was for me. Hopefully Maybe. other people will <laughs> take something out of that too. Uh, and you're, you're local. I mean, you're from here. You were, were you born and raised here in Rapid City? I uh, went to high school here. I moved okay. here when I was in like seventh grade. Oh, so where before that? Um, I, my dad was a pastor. We moved okay. around quite a bit. On the pastors sure. and army or oh, uh, military, folks military kid. A lot. Yeah, right. there you go. Right. <laughs> so so uh, uh, Maryland and West Virginia, and then uh, came here in seventh grade, and we stayed here, and then I went to college and everything here too. So oh, excellent. So you must. I mean, or you in must South Dakota. Obviously, yeah. like the area. Um, yeah. It's it's. It, I mean, it is a great place to live, and so far, almost all of the doctors that I've talked to. Uh, from Monument, you know, uh, the ones that haven't lived here are like, well, we chose it because it's just a beautiful place to live. Uh, it, it feels small town enough, I think, too. Yeah. Uh, and, you you know, you kind of you hinted at that when you're talking about the procedures you do. And that must make a difference. Yeah. I Spearfish, I, I we love my, mm -hmm. my wife and I both. And my wife's from Rapid City area, too. And so, um, yeah, we just really wanted to be able to come back to a small town and love the Black Hills. We yeah, love the mountain biking and raced in the 5.0 last weekend. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> so why this field for you then? So bar bariatrics especially, um, and it, it's, a, it's a little bit odd. I get asked that question a lot. Mm -hmm. um, the thing I really like about it, so when I was, and this is, this is a bit of a dichotomous um, field, but when I went into surgery, I was debating between psychiatry, actually, and surgery, which are two very different fields. But the things I liked about them are you actually deal with the problems at hand. You know, so somebody comes in 
with um, high blood pressure and you treat their high blood pressure, well, really, they have high blood pressure because their diet's poor and their lifestyle's poor and there's all these other problems. But you don't really have the time or the ability to deal with all that. So I felt like as a surgeon, you know, somebody comes in with a, with, <laughs> with a trauma or with a bad gallbladder, you deal with the problem and you fix it. Same thing with psych. Like somebody comes in and you actually try to get at the root cause of the problem. So right. that's what I really liked about surgery. And bariatrics has this, um, and, uh, you know, being a little bit kind of sensitive when I say mm -hmm. this, but it's this really fun meld between psychology and, uh, and surgery, actually, because a lot of what we're dealing with are, um, a lot, a lot of people that are overweight actually have mental health issues or they, or they have trauma in their past or, or substance abuse, or, you know, there, there's other things going on in their life that have kind of led them to the road of obesity. And so, um, it's as much about dealing with those things. And so, you yeah. know, when we talk about kind of, you know, what we do in bariatrics, a lot of it is behavioral health counseling and, uh, nutritional counseling. And, and it's, it's a lifestyle coaching. It's not just surgery to go in and, and yeah and 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 take it well that kind of leads into the in, into the question the next one for you is the perception is that uh this kind of surgery is a quick fix i think a lot of people they think well it's fine i'll let myself go i'll get up there i'll go to a doctor they'll fix it right do, do you see patients like that yeah so people people often have that misconception that yeah surgery is the easy fix right like you're gonna oh that person lost weight but they had surgery you know right and and the reality is that um, there's so much more to weight loss than just eating less and exercising more right if that's all you had to do um, nobody would need my services <laughs> right. Well, sure. <laughs> right exactly um, so so there's been a few really interesting studies kind of surrounding this but the the general idea is you know we used to tell people um, there's uh, you know, 3,200 calories in a pound of fat. So if you um, exercise by 500 calories, sorry, 3,500 calories in a pound of fat. So if you exercise or eat less by 500 calories a day times seven days in a week, you'll lose a pound a week, right? That's simple math. Sure. So, so 500 calories a day, seven days, 3,500 calories, 3,500 calories in a pound of fat, you'll lose a pound. So that holds true for the first week, okay? The next week you lose a little less than a pound, a little less than a pound. And so at one year, when you should have lost like 50 pounds, you'll have actually only lost 20 pounds. So even when they're doing metabolic, you know, they're actually looking at calorimetry, how much people are taking in and putting out, they find that people that have a 500 calorie day deficit, one year later, only lose 20 pounds. And at that point, they'll actually start gaining weight back rather than continuing to lose weight. So even if they maintain that 500 calorie deficit, they start gaining weight back. So, so the body is actually fighting against them. So, so what happens is your body kind of says, well, if you're going to eat less and exercise more, I'm just going to burn fewer calories. And, and so what happens is people get to that point and they go, you know, why am I still, I'm, I still have this, I'm still eating less and exercising more and now I'm gaining weight back. This is ridiculous. <laughs> why am I doing this? Yeah. You know? And they kind of give up and, and then they gain their weight back plus some. Um, so, so surgery is actually kind of the right operations actually are able to kind of reset that, that body weight set point is kind of what we call that. And I'm trying to move through that really quickly because I don't want to bore you. No, 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 I, 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 I do. <laughs> I think because I, I think some people do, uh, you know, like I say, they, they go through all of this, they can get super discouraged then too. And, and I'm, I've got to assume that there's a, enough people out there too that are like, well, I don't want surgery. I want right. to just be able to, to figure this out. But it, what you're saying is 
sometimes it just can't so, happen. Sometimes, yeah. I, what I'm saying is it's it's much more difficult than just eating less and mm -hmm. exercising more, and that's and that's kind of the the main point behind it. And there's there's so many other things that go into obesity, um, but the the point is that you know. So we kind of tout ourselves on being a comprehensive weight management program. And the idea there is that, you know, we really want to meet people where they're at. Some people, that means they're ready for surgery. Some people, that means they're not ready for surgery. Um, but in the end, um, many people do end up, you know, getting to that point of surgery because it is much more difficult than just eating less and exercising more. Right. And the, and the point that I want people to understand is that surgery is a reset, you know. So I always liken it to playing, you know, the old Nintendo Mario Brothers video game, right? So there was a physical reset button that yes. you could go up and push. <laughs> okay, so you're playing a game, and you're playing really bad. Okay, you walk up, you hit the reset button, you start over. Okay, this gives you a second chance, right? It doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're going to play better the second time around. So that's what surgery does. Everybody's going to lose weight in that first year after surgery. And then we're going to reset that body weight set point so it's back at a lower spot, okay? Now, that doesn't mean that they can't gain weight back. They did once, mm -hmm. and they can do it again. But our goal is to give them the tools and the training to, to the second time around. So once we hit that reset button, they're able to play a better game the second time around. Excellent. So uh, before a surgery is scheduled, and, and uh, you know, I want to mention that uh, there are bariatric programs here in Rapid City, and of course yours is in, in Spearfish. And uh, you mentioned that there's, uh, did, did I hear you right, that there's uh, almost a year-long process yeah. Before, I mean, in, in kind of on an it, average, right? Before it depends on right. So it depends some on insurance requirements. Okay. It depends on, but kind of our program requirements. It's about a six month process to get through, um, and that's going to involve behavioral health counseling, um, nutrition counseling, meeting with a medical provider. So myself or or one of my APPs um, at least once a month during that time period. And, and a lot of that is, you know, people will ask all the time, like, well, I don't want to see a psychiatrist. You know, I don't need to see a shrink, whatever. Or 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 they say like. Are they going to say I'm too crazy to have surgery? <laughs> <laughs> and and the point there is it's not you know that behavioral health counseling is not is not trying to determine whether or not you're right. sane enough for surgery. It's about trying to say okay you know in what ways do you use food as an emotional you know we all emotionally eat right so and and some of it, some of it is our associate you know what we do in society right mm -hmm. like we eat when we're happy when we're sad we go to a party we eat we go to a funeral we eat you know we, <laughs> we eat everywhere, everywhere right yeah so so kind of trying to say okay you know if you if you are sitting there at night watching tv and you get up to get a snack are you getting up to get a snack because you're hungry or is it that you're bored and that's what you do at night when you're watching TV, you know? So, so why are you, so it's not just thinking about what am I eating, but why am I eating it? You know, what am I trying to get out of this? Right. Food? And, and so kind of both training people in the sense of like what your body actually needs throughout the course of the day, you know, which, which, so a lot of times we're not telling, the first step is not cutting things out. It's adding things in. So making sure people are getting enough protein so that they're not craving sugars and other things that their body doesn't need. Right. So it's it's kind of both this nutritional counseling, but also kind of, you know, so not just what you're eating, why you're eating it. Um, and then and then that kind of leads into surgery. And, and there are times where people will go through that process and they kind of get to the end and they say, you know, I'm not ready for surgery. I, I want to keep trying this on my own. And we say, great, you know, we'll work with you on that. Um, and, and there must be instances where a, a percentage of those people 
can can get through and get down to a weight they want. Yeah, yeah. So certainly, um, people do kind of get through that sometimes, and they say, you know, it's it's I, I want to keep going with this, right? And and we want to work through them with that. Um, you know, there are other people that enter the program thinking they'll never have surgery, and a year down the road, they are having surgery. You know, I mean, <laughs> it, it goes, definitely goes both ways. Sure. So so they've gone through this process. Uh, uh, the the nutritionists and the mental health professionals, uh, maybe an exercise program. So. Once they've gone through all of that and they and they come to you and say, "I'm I'm ready," okay. Then what is the next step? What what does the bariatric surgery actually entail? Yeah. So so there's a couple. So we do mainly two different procedures, and and I'll I, I just tell people, you know, these are everything's about risk and benefit. You know, so so the procedures that we do tend to be the ones that have the most benefit with the least amount of risk. That's really what we want. Now, are the ones that are these like the two main? Yeah. Kind of, so, okay. So the two most commonly performed procedures in the there country both because of insurance reasons, but also because of that risk benefit mm-hmm. profile, you know, insurance doesn't want you to have complications either. They have to pay for them. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, are, are the sleeve gastrectomy and the ruin my gastric bypass. And, and those are two that really do offer this kind of, you know, when we talk about that hormonal reset, you know, they actually change the way your body responds to food. Um, huh. and, and this is an, another kind of important thing to understand. And the gastric bypass is probably the best, the best example of that. You know, so 83% of people that have diabetes if they have a gastric bypass, they will get off the operating room table no longer having diabetes. So it's not really? a weight-related effect. It's truly a hormonal effect changing the way your body responds to food. So when food hits the small intestine, the small intestine releases hormones that kind of improve insulin sensitivity, which is a lot of what our anti-diabetic drugs do. Ah. Um, in fact, that's kind of part of how we've learned about some of these drugs. And, uh, and so it, it allows that kind of hyperinsulin sensitivity, which then gets rid of people's diabetes. Mm-hmm. So um, that just kind of demonstrates that hormonal process. So those are the two procedures that are most commonly performed, and that's that's why. Oh, that's uh, the the whole diabetes thing. Boy, that's that's amazing that it can actually be cured. Oh, cured. Yeah. 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 And, wow. and you know, we, I mean, we I use that term loosely. Sure. Always in medicine. You got to be careful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. absolutely. Because just like with obesity, I tell people, you know, like this is a lifelong process. So when they enter our program, we tell them we want to be a part of your life for the rest of your life because. Yeah. You know, this isn't something we all struggle with obesity to some degree. And I mean, everybody struggles with weight at some point, and you're going to struggle with it again at some point in the future, you know, even if we kind of curbside it for a while. So, when everything is all done and the surgery has been a success, then what are the steps that happen after that? What, what do these patients have to look forward to? Um, I, I, gotta, I have to imagine that mentally, it's, it has to be such a change in the body and in the mind when it's done. For people yeah, that have lived it, like that for it, so long, it, it's amazing. Um, one of the things that really struck me early on when I when I got into this field is, you know, uh, twenty years ago people were having bariatric surgery and they didn't get all this counseling. You know, they would just walk in and have surgery the next day, right? And um, and I see these people back because now twenty years later, you know, some of them have regained a lot of them regained weight or they're having other problems or or you know, for whatever reason, they're, they're coming back through. And, and I get these opportunities to kind of talk to these people and hear what's, what's worked and what hasn't. And what, one thing that struck me early on is the people that, we, that I see that, you know, didn't have any counseling, but 20 years later 
have kind of, they've still kept their weight off and they're doing really well. And they'll say things like, yeah, you know, I've just learned like, if I go to a dinner party and we're all sitting there, you know, they, at these restaurants, they bring us these huge <laughs> portions. And, and she's, and I've just learned like, so what I do is I put my fork down and I try to talk to people and I, and I'll take one bite, you know, I'll pick my fork up and I'll take one bite. And then I set my, I purposefully set my fork back down and I talk to people again, you know, so people will kind of pick up on these cues of like, and that's part of what our, our training is meant to be, you know, is we want you to, to enjoy food, mm -hmm. to enjoy those settings, you know, to, to go out in those social settings and to go and do things and, be able to enjoy them. That's a big part of life, right? Right, of course. <laughs> um, but to enjoy them in a healthy way, you know, so so maybe you just plan on getting a to-go box and having lunch the next day or dinner sometimes for two nights after, right. off of that one meal, you right. know. So um, that's kind of the goal. Right when you get through surgery, there's about a year where you're slowly working up to that, you know. So initially, yeah. you're on a liquid diet for three weeks, essentially, and you're really, it's, you know, I was telling people, I mean, it's hard just to get enough protein and water in to stay hydrated. So, mm -hmm. so that's really what we want you to focus on. But as time goes by, um, your body kind of adapts and you're able to eat more. And, um, and as that process occurs, you know, that's where we really want them to start kind of learning some of these other techniques so that um, they can keep the weight off. Do you, do you ever have anybody uh, that has the surgery, is relatively successful with it, uh, and maybe years down the road comes back and can do it again? So or, or is that pretty? Yeah, there there are um, the sleeve is a is a classic one where um, it's the sleeve gastrectomy is just it was actually originally designed as the first step in a two stage procedure. Okay, so what what that was is somebody with a BMI of like eighty, so maybe they weigh like five or six hundred pounds. You know, they're they're people from that TV show that right. Uh, yeah, we're all um, familiar with yeah, right, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so they they would do a sleeve and the idea is like, well, we need to do a lot of surgery on this person. And when we're kind of, you know, the gastric bypass there, we're rerouting parts of the intestines. There's anastomoses or parts where we kind of hook intestine together. That's a higher risk thing. So we don't want to do that in a really high risk patient. So they would go in and they would do a sleeve to help the person lose weight. And then a year later, after the person has lost some weight and gotten healthier, they would go back in and they would kind of finish the operation and do some of these, oh. this rerouting. And, um, and what happened is they kind of started realizing, oh, you know, a lot of these people have the sleeve and then they don't ever need the second step. So then it kind of started being just a standalone procedure. Um, so, so that's kind of the classic example of somebody who might, when we, um, these procedures will help people lose an excess percent of weight. So if you say, you know, your ideal body weight is 180 pounds mm -hmm. and you currently weigh 300 pounds. So you have 120 pounds of excess body weight, essentially. So a bypass is going to help you lose about 70% of that weight, okay? Um, so it's not going to get you all the way down to sure. that 180 pounds. It's going to get you 70% there, right? So that means there are some people who, you know, maybe their BMI is 50, and even if they, you know, they lose 70% of their excess weight, and their BMI is still going to be 35, which is still technically morbid obesity. Right. And, yeah, they might, they might end up needing, you know, two operations um, or okay. something further down the road to kind of get them the rest of the way to that goal. Excellent. Um, now, your uh, the Spearfish Bariatric Program recently earned uh, national accreditation for metabolic bariatric surgery. What does what does that mean? Uh, so it's the old term for that is center of excellence. And, oh, okay. Uh, just for I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, the right, center right, of excellence. Of right, course, right, we are. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it says it all, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for politically correctness, I think they've sure. moved away from that term. Okay. 
But the idea there is it's a it's it's just kind of saying there's national standards for centers out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they involve your preoperative care, your postoperative care, what you have to offer. You know, do you have kind of systems in place in case somebody does have a complication where you're going to be able to take care of them? Um, and, and that's kind of the idea is, is you know, if, if a patient comes into your facility, are they going to get a standard of care that, that we're going to consider excellent? Okay. And, um, and so you have to kind of meet cert- these certain criteria in order to do that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, so to, to you personally, what, what, what is your, just your absolute favorite part of this job? Is it, is it always the end result, uh, or, or, or do you have something else? So I'm a surgeon. I really like, so I, I like, I like the, you know, the mechanical yes, aspect of sure. it, right? <laughs> All, I think that's probably the favorite part of every surgeon's <laughs> job. Otherwise we wouldn't. <laughs> right. Gosh, sure. I, that's for guys like me. That's hard to grasp, right, but I get right. it. Right. It is hard. It's different. It's a little bit. Yeah. It's not, I always joke because when I, um, when I started med school, I was an EMT and stuff before med school, but I, I was, I was, I hate shots. Right. And the first time I had to give somebody a shot, like my, my wife was like giving me a hard time that morning and like, I almost passed out, you know, <laughs> and well, so like, I'm, I'm going to get through I'm, it, but and oh now boy. I'm a surgeon. Right. <laughs> so it is, it, it's not, it's a little bit, it's, it's not quite what people sure. imagine. Right. So right. once you kind of really understand what's happening and the process of occurring, it becomes a very, I'm not going to say mechanical, but it's a, it's a very fascinating thing. Right. Yeah. So, um, the, just the manipulation of tissue and understanding these kind of planes and how they're going to interact together. And, um, so that, that is a really fun part to me, but definitely you know, the other fun part is, yeah, seeing these people a year or two years down the road or, or seeing somebody on the street and they've, you know, they, they, they get their life back. Right. You know, and exactly. they're just so excited because they're like, man, I can, I can do things. I have energy. I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. Wow. That's, that's a, a really fun thing for sure. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Andrew uh, Van Alsdahl, uh from Spearfish Bariatric Surgeon. Uh, thank you very much for sitting down to talk about this a little bit. This has been uh, it's 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 fascinating. There's there's so many other questions, more technical stuff. I would love to get into, but uh, you know, I think for people that 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 might be listening to this right now and are going through this, um, I think the thing to take away is you know it's 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 a lot of work. I mean, on their part as well. Uh, obviously, yours in 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 making sure everything's a success. Um, but you guys are there every step of the way. To That's, get them through that. that. That is absolutely the goal. Yeah, none, none of this is is the easy solution. Mm-hmm. Um, weight loss is never easy, uh, but but this is that is that is our goal is to kind of work with you and meet people where they're at really. Right. And then uh, help them along the way and really be a part of the rest of their life. I mean, I always tell people that's that is truly the goal because life is going to circumstances are going to change life always throws you curveballs and um you know for a young person that then has kids i mean that's a whole nother level as you're older and your kids leave maybe then you're taking care of your mom you've got i mean life is just constantly changing and throwing curveballs at you and we want to make sure that you're adapting to those things in a healthy way excellent doctor thank you so much for talking to me this has been a lot of fun thank you appreciate it Doc Talk with Monument Health is recorded live at Homeslice Studios, hosted by Mark Houston, edited by Russ Hatton, engineered by Chris Jaquist, and produced by Kelsey Kinney and Rob Henry.